This is Darrell Alia, and you're listening to the Before the Man's Podcast, episode 76. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Are you ready to be the master architect of your life? Are you ready to design your business and invest the needs that create the lifestyle you've always dreamt of? Are you ready to learn from entrepreneurs and millionaires who have achieved a certain level of success? Hey, this is Derek, location-independent entrepreneur, and you are listening to the Before the Millions podcast. Hi, I'm Gina Lofton. I am an investor, and you're listening to the Before the Millions podcast. Hey there, my name is Heather Havenwood, marketing coach and global entrepreneur. And you are listening to the Before the Millions podcast. Hey, this is Mark Asquith, the host of the 7 Minute Mentor podcast, global entrepreneur and all-round geek. And you are listening to the Before the Millions podcast. I am MC Lobsher, the Cashflow Ninja, and you're listening to Before the Millions podcast. You're listening to the Before the Millions podcast. But whether you're looking to invest for cash flow or build an online business that allows you to be location independent, you've come to the right place mr hollywood himself presents the before the millions podcast and now your host deray olalaye hey what's up what's going on tribe we're back for another another installment of the before the millions podcast and i'm excited about this installment i really am you know my, my clients they're so much a part of my everyday growth i recently had a client my first client, by the way, that, that has purchased a new construction. And I've never dealt with new construction before. And this is his first deal ever. And man, the roller coaster ride was unbelievable. So this ground up development is underway. And once this triplex is built, he and his family are going to occupy one unit and they're going to rent out the other two units to tenants. In essence, living for free. And again, guys, this is a strategy I love to teach. As much as you may want to hear about that, I'm sorry to say that is not what we are here for today. But I come bearing gifts. I have another client closed on a deal in a market that has been said to not be conducive for real estate investing. Hmm. I wonder why. This client, his name is Tech Amaku, and he lives in probably one of the most expensive markets in the world, if not the most expensive market. So you may have guessed it. He lives in the San Francisco Bay Area. Now, let me tell you a little bit about tech because earlier this year, and I may have even read off his email on an episode, I believe, because it was one of the, the, you know, the, one of the more impactful emails that I read earlier this year that I think that I wanted to share with you guys. But Earlier this year, I released an episode, and that episode captivated a lot of individuals. I was talking about real estate investing on a very high level, and I was talking about the reasons why we should start investing in real estate, especially here in 2018. That episode number is 31, by by the way, for those of you who haven't heard it. My client, he heard this episode back then, and he wasn't a client at this time. He was just a faithful listener of the podcast. And he heard this episode and it rang true to him on every level. But yet and still, he didn't become a real estate investor. I mean, he tried. You know, after hearing that episode, he reached out to me and he sent me this email. He told me that that episode allowed him or that episode enabled him to start down a journey that he's never going to forget. Told me his situation. He told me that he 
works in sports medicine and that he rides the train to work and that he listens to the show and that he's getting ready to start his investing journey. He has this property in his sights and he's doing everything he can to get that property under contract, to close on that property, to add that property to his portfolio of zero at the time. So needless to say, I encourage him and I tell him, if you ever needed my help, if you ever had any questions, let me know. Maybe a few weeks later, he reaches out and he's like, hey, things are not working out. I'm having a lot of trouble, a lot of difficulty. So I said, well, Tech, you know, um, I'm offering this breakthrough session and we can really get some clarity on what's going on and see if I can actually take what it is that you're struggling with and turn it into a win, turn it into a success for you. So we actually did that. And what's crazy about the breakthrough session that we had, and again, these breakthrough sessions are available to you right now. But what's crazy about these, this breakthrough session that we had is we realized that the real estate wasn't the problem. In fact, it was far from it. The market wasn't the problem. Contrary to popular belief, contrary to his belief, the problem started with him and his mindset and the people around him whose opinions he chose to take as fact. As he wanted to start down this journey, as he wanted to invest in himself, as he wanted to look for a coach, for a mentor, for things of that nature, his girlfriend at the time, and I hope he's okay with me sharing this, uh, she wasn't on the same page. And she kind of confirmed his doubts when he started looking for help guidance, mentoring, coaching. So Tech continued to do what he did, often updating me on his progress. And I don't know what happened one day, but he sent me an email. He was just like, Dre, is there any way we can get on the call? And I'm like, sure. Yeah, no problem. So, I mean, we connect and we get on this call and it's almost like Tech has come to the realization that his mindset has been holding him back and the opinions of those around him and their beliefs They've portrayed it on him. And he was like, no more, no more. How do I break free of this? How do I start investing in myself and my future? I want your help and I want it now. And at the time, hiring me was an investment for him. So he made a promise to himself and he made a promise to me. He said, you know what? Give me a month. Give me a month and I'll be back. Now, most people that say that, you don't ever hear from them. Some of those people have good intentions, but it doesn't always work out. So Tech came back. I think this was like April or May. Came back, he enrolled, he became a client, and we got to work. We got to work immediately, and we've had lots of ups, lots of downs over the past few months. But Tech did not give up. He did not quit. He did not falter. I think at least two or three deals were in his grasp and got away from him in August. Just a few months after working together, things started looking up. A property he had been scouting, he had been doing his diligence on, finally submitted to him, and he got it under contract. His first investment property. And what's crazy is, that's just the beginning. I mean, early last week, we were on the phone and he was telling me about how he had just got the keys. And it doesn't matter if you're purchasing a single family home and you're house hacking that. If you're buying a triplex in your house, hacking that, if you're doing a wholesale deal, if you're conducting a flip, if you're buying a rental, that feeling that you get at the finish line when you get when you when you get the keys for the very first time, it's second to none. So we're talking about his, his experience and his ups and downs and what he was going through. And again, this was a super candid conversation between myself and tech. And 
as he started pouring into the conversation and telling me his thoughts and his ideas and his feelings and his accomplishments over the past few minutes, I was just like, man, this is, this is gold. This is so good. So I was like, Tech, do you, do you mind? Like, would you mind if I just kind of hit the record button and you can just finish out this thought and maybe we can talk a little bit more about your experience and I can ask you a few questions. And he was like, sure. So today's episode, what you're going to hear is the continuation of that conversation. You're going to hear him pick up on a thought about working with BTM, but more importantly, his experience before working with BTM and the results that he wasn't able to obtain and then what, 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 he's, what he's currently doing now. So you can kind of hear in, in the very beginning of, of the interview that I'm still kind of just, I mean, even though I've now hit record, I'm still kind of just talking. Like we're, we're still kind of just going back and forth and exchanging ideas. It's not until a little bit later on to where I'm just like, oh yeah, I mean, I know that the, the audience, whoever I decide to play this recording for is going to want to know answers to certain questions. So let me pop these questions out at you and let's see if we can get, the, get these answered as well. So it's a great interview, guys. You're going to love it. It's basically a testimonial of what we've been doing around here, of the impact that we've been able to have. And again, what's cool about Tech's journey is this is just the beginning. Right before I hit the record button, we were talking about next steps. We were talking about how we're going to imp- incorporate some new tools under his tool belt, how Tech can and will be able to start making five and 10 grand off of deals that he doesn't want to keep, how he's going to be able to build a system of consistent leads. And the system that you're going to use for consistent leads can be anything, whether it's direct mailers, cold calling, Facebook ads, bandit signs, the MLS, realtors, you name it. I personally like meetups and mediums like podcasts. What's important is that you have a system and you're getting consistent leads. And that's what we're, we're, we're about to build for tech now. And also how he's going to start using creative finance to acquire deals with none of his own money. So again, he's made it past the first stage. He's gotten his first deal. We want to start getting consistent leads and getting offers. We're going to help him build this pipeline so that he's going to be able to capture the deals that he wants and add those into his portfolio. And then, and then the deals that he doesn't want, he can give to another investor and make a 5 or 10 or even 20K spread. And then for the deals that do go in his portfolio, we're going to creatively finance those deals. So Tech will use as little of his own money as possible while increasing his profit margins helping an upside down seller, lending a helping hand to a not so average tenant amongst a plethora of other things. When you guys see that there are people just like you and me, I mean, you could have been one of those people listening to this, to this podcast early 2018. And you could have been one of those people that, I mean, actually told yourself like, Hey, I'm going to do this or, Hey, I'm going to work with DeRay or I'm going to buy my first investment property. And you're listening to this now, eight, nine, 10 months later. 11 months later, 16 months later, and you may have valid reasons as to why it it didn't happen. But regardless of what those reasons are, it did not happen or it hasn't happened. And are you going to continue to be defined by those reasons? Because if you are, I can't help you. But if you're willing to step out of your comfort zone, to seek the guidance that you need and to follow a proven system has worked for not only myself, but all of my clients before you then reach out to me. Let's get on the call. Let's figure out if we're a good fit. And if we're not, trust me, I'll be the first person to tell you so. I work with a very limited, very limited group of individuals because these individuals get so much of my time. Again, if we're not a good fit, I'm going to steer you to that that best serves you. So to book a call with myself or a member of my team 
all you have to do is head over to beforethemillions.com forward slash call. That's beforethemillions.com forward slash C-A-L-L. Let's get to the tip of the week. DeRay's tip of the week. Nothing's wrong with a little friendly competition, I don't think. And I say that because I have been looking into um, renting out a unit. And I am currently in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And I'm just like, man, let's try some of these new mediums that I haven't used before, like apartments.com, the Zillow rental manager, things like that, right? So anyways, I decided to do a few tours and do it myself. I think it's a great experience. I think it's great exposure. I think it makes for a good video and so on and so forth. So I was like, hey, what the heck? Do a few tours. Tours have been going okay. One out of every three people make a serious inquiry. So whatever, right? But today, for some reason, and I often schedule like my meetings or my tours like 15 minutes apart. So I'll do like five and then 5.15 and then 5.30. And, you know, so there's not ever really any overlap between potential candidates, right? Today, though, it's not like I got sloppy with it, but I was just like, you know, let's just try to squeeze everybody into the same time frame. There's a lot that I have to do that require me to sit in front of a computer today. So I need to be efficient. So let's kind of bunch these up. The difference today when I did the tours is that the hunger and the motivation of the tenants or of the potential tenants for the unit that I was touring was through the roof. I mean, you could just feel it as I was giving tours. And, you know, these these people that were looking at the the other families, like, hmm, who are they? Are they gonna put in a, an application? What's going on? I need to I need to hurry up and, and, and figure out what I want to do. I need to think fast. It kind of just put the pressure on everybody. So I went from this little trickle effect yesterday. Again, it's only two days. Yesterday, I went from this little trickle effect and got one applicant because I spread out the applicants over like, you know, 15 minute segments. And I think I did like three tours. And then today, the three tours, I put them all together and I got three applicants. (laughs) And the one applicant yesterday wasn't qualified And like the three applicants today, like I literally just did this. So I haven't looked at their applications yet, but I'm pretty sure that I have found a new tenant for one of my units. Where's the story to write? So to tie this all in, create a little friendly competition when you're doing stuff like this. You know, people want to know that what it is that they want, others want. So yeah, tip of the week, right? Okay. I promised it was going to be short this week so we can get to the meat and potatoes. So let's get to the show. And now your feature presentation. Quickly talk about who you are, where you are, and what you do. I'm the San Francisco Bay Area. There's many people out here, but I put kids back together pretty much. So <laughs> broken bones, ligaments, tendons, joints, muscles, all. So I, that's what I do for my nine to five. I love it. It's fun. I get to be with coaches and be with athletes and be with like, you know, young motivated kids and adults as well so that's what i do orthopedics i also do other things on the side also dj which is fun also you know i've done done that for you know 17 years pretty much also do some financial education i also have 
uh, you know, other businesses in the pipeline, things that are ha- that I'm going. So I'm a pretty active guy. Pretty yeah. move- I'm moving around a lot. Tell us about your diet. That's one of the first things you told me about a few months ago. Tell us about your diet. Oh, that I eat one one meal a day or two meals a day. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does that consist of, Ted? <laughs> oh, man, I'm not really doing that too much anymore, but I, I still do it to some degree. Yeah, I've kind of conditioned my body to do that. Yeah, that yeah, I, I came across some silly principle about you know, being able to <laughs> eat one meal a day. Two meals a day, but you know what? It's with my biological understanding of the human body. I I know what the human body can endure. So <laughs> again, I'm a scientist, so I'm, that's my how I bring. I love it. Put this hypothesis out, and I test it, and I see if it works. I, love I like it. eating now. So. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course. I love it. Well, I just yeah, I just wanted everybody out there to get a look, get to know a little bit more of your personality. So that's really cool, man. I was kind of thinking back and reflecting on this entire experience and when we first talked, which was, you know, some time ago and, or when we first, you know, got on a phone call. I remember being on the train that one day, you're trying to time it just perfectly. So when, right when I got off the train, I'd be able to talk to you and just kind of walk to my office and uh, kind of listening to you. And it wasn't like a pitch that you were giving, but you were just explaining why this is important. And, and I could hear it in your voice. You know, I'm the kind of person where, you know, I work in medicine already, so I have to talk to people, I have to communicate with people, I have to draw information, I have to kind of weed through what's relevant and what isn't. So I'm listening to you talk and I can hear how important it was to you, you know, this sort of mission that you have in 2018. And I'm reflecting on that entire experience from that day all the way up until the day I got the keys. And thinking about everything that I learned, everything I downloaded, you know, everything, late nights I was you know, set up listening to your voice. I'm like, man, this guy again. And then reading things and filling out PDFs and calling people. And I, I was thinking to myself, I was, I was like, I wonder if if I could have gotten this done without this guy. Because keep in mind, I I, I, I had there's two people that are on my team that are pretty damn experienced. You know, these guys have been around for, you know, 25 years and the other one been around for 30 years respectively. So that's and it's, so that's a ton of experience in this particular market at that. And I'm thinking about to myself, if could I have gone gotten through this entire process and still accomplished the same thing had I never met this guy? And by this guy, I mean you, right? Could I have learned everything from these guys? Could I have, you know, gotten the right mindset, the right motivation? Could I have done all these things without this, you know, uh, program, so to speak? And part of me says, you probably could have done it. But then I th- thought about it a little deeper, and this is why I think the importance of meditation, important of reflecting on your own experiences, is that you start, you, you know, you, start, you silence a lot of the other things that, you know, may distract you or come up with uh, different reasons. And I was like, you know what? I did need that program because although I might have gotten the information, similar information, but knowing when to act and knowing how to act and having the decisiveness and the readiness to, to make a move, I did not have that. I lacked that. And I understood that I didn't have that. And I was willing. I didn't have an ego, you know, the type of ego that would keep me from admitting that. And I was like, I absolutely needed that program. I absolutely needed that special individualized assistance. And I needed to see things. I'm such an analytical person that I needed to see how what you were saying was actually made sense and it was actually working. And I saw it on paper. I saw it on other people's experiences. 
and then combine that with what I had personally. And that was the difference. I think that's where, so that's why I'm listening to you explain this, you know, moving forward and, and how to grow and having other opportunities in, uh, you know, wholesaling and lease options. And I'm like, this is it. I mean, this is over again. This is it. This is where I was you know, some months ago and where I got to this point. So, and I know that if I just follow these simple steps, if I'm listening to the program, if I'm hearing you correctly, if I'm following these simple steps, you will get this expected, you know, uh, predictable outcome. Like, this is how it works. So, you know, I'm pretty grateful for the overall experience. I remember being on the train listening to the one episode. And again, I told you this, I don't know if you remember this, but I said, what prompted me to even, you know, subscribe and, you know, give your call? was, you know, 12 reasons why, I think it might, might have been 12, 12 reasons why you should have your first property or investment property in 2018. And I was like, well, set the goal. Let's do this. That's a big goal. That's a pretty big damn goal. And it, to be honest, I didn't believe it at the time too, but I set the goal anyway. And then you just laid it out. All right, small milestone here, second milestone. And you see how it kind of builds on each other, snowballs, and then it comes, it eventually ends up in uh, accommodating getting this property. So, so, you know, the goal was at the end, beginning of the year was to, you know, have, and I, I even tell myself, I was like, can this work in this particular market? Because this market is nuts. It's unbelievable. And you're like, tech, <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. Tech, trust me, you can do it. I'm like, well, what if I get this other place? And then what if something else comes up? You're like, listen, man, you can do it. You trust me, you can do it. So and I was like, all right. But uh, sure enough, I think I was thinking about it on the whole experience and, and saying if I could have bypassed this whole program and still accomplish the same thing, maybe, maybe, who knows? But I think in my particular circumstance, I think it was absolutely, it was well spent money, it was well spent time. And to be honest, I think the biggest part that uh, helped me was answering questions. I always had an answer for questions that people would throw at me. And I, there was never a moment, maybe a couple of times here and there, but I, where I was stuck, you're like, you know, puzzled and saying, well, let me find out, you know, given that BS corporate answer, or, you know, let me uh, get back to you on that. <laughs> that just means you don't know. I know from being in medicine, when patients ask you questions, you better know the damn answer, man. So having that same mentality that I learned all this information, stuff that people didn't know, information that or at least people that I'm, you know, I'm working with, they just didn't know. So when people throw questions at me, I would have responses and I could articulate those responses or I could at least know where to go if I those from that, that, that information from. So I think that, those are sort of like the, the, the real benefits to me was that maybe it's not um, advertised or people don't, they don't see that on the surface. They maybe they, that's what they learn on the back end. Yeah. Yeah. You're so right, man. You're, you're so right. And that's powerful, man. And I appreciate you for sharing that. That's That really touches me. And I'm glad that to know that that's kind of where we've come from. I mean, just think about that conversation. Think about that day. Like, I remember that. Like, I re I actually remember that day. Like, that day was to me because I remember talking to you and encouraging you and motivating you. And, you know, I'm just like, we're not even a year in. We're not a year in. Like, this is, this is the end of September. Like, we have, this is October we're rolling up on. And I've just kind of told you how, like, I see the vision of what we can do. You know, this is, this is something that, this is a long-term play for you, Tech. This is a long-term play. Like, this real estate thing is not something that's going to be on the side for much longer. Like, you do this 30-day challenge and you start, you start down this path. I'm, t I'm, tr I'm telling you, man, the sky's the limit. The sky's the limit. This is just the beginning. And I'm so happy to know that 
even if this was it, I mean, you knowing that this is just the beginning, but even if this was it, what you've just told me is even if this was it, it was well worth it. Like, yeah. I'm just like, that is amazing. And he doesn't even know how much value is just left in the tank. Like, this is a lifelong thing, you know? But even if this was it, this was all worth it. That means a lot to me. And I'm so happy that, you know, we've, we've been in contact and we've been able to do this, man. This is, this is just the beginning. So mm-hmm. I'm grateful for that. In a general sense, like overall, what, what were things like before, before the minutes? Like before we started working together, before that phone call, before you found out about the podcast, what were things like in a general sense and more specifically about real estate and real estate investing and your thoughts and your beliefs and what you could achieve and couldn't achieve? All right. So in this particular market, you watch on the sideline, you see how not only prices are, or I should say maybe not prices, but definitely prices are definitely shooting the roof, but the value is just going up. It's not going backwards. You know, when I remember back what, what, mark, what market are you in really quick? This is a San Francisco Bay area. Got it. Right. So, you know, essentially it's Oakland, San Francisco, San Jose, and all the small cities in between. And this is where all the tech companies are. This is where, you know, all the universities are, you know, Stanford, you got Berkeley, you have uh, San Francisco, all these, you know, just there's smart people here. So you stand on the sideline, you watch, you know, in 2008, when the crash happened, I remember I was in grad school at that time in another state in Texas, and prices didn't go down here. I mean, they just pretty much just stopped going up. You know, they went down a little bit, but it wasn't what, you know, happened in the rest of the country. So, so you know, things just kept going up and up and up, even after, you know, even during that time, you know, it wasn't just as much activity. So I watched that. I was still on the sideline, and I saw what happened at that moment. And then fast forward 10 years later, I'm seeing how much growth has happened. So, and I'm standing there and I'm thinking to myself, I'm too smart to, to not be involved in this, to not be able to figure something out. You know, I, it's only because I don't have the system. I don't have a familiar uh, a way of going about this. So where was I at that time? I was still in my apartment making, you know, what I consider to be good money. And, but I find myself kind of throwing away at the end of the month. So I'm looking for solutions. I'm looking for, you know, well, what's going to happen? Should I just wait until another crash happens? Because again, the Bay Area is just going up and up or should I wait for something to, you know, some signs to prompt me to get into uh, real estate? But I wasn't thinking about it. I was more so on the sideline. I'm just pretty much looking for motivation, looking for a reason to get into it. And, you know, I unfortunately came across a gentleman who my landlord at the time who was encouraging people to, you know, you should, uh, you know, 30 years ago when I was buying these places, you know, these places, you know, the prices were this much. Now they're this much. What's going to happen in 30 years? What do you think is going to happen? So kind of having those conversations, that, that's essentially what prompted me to start looking. Not the name job, but um, uh, Mr. Jay Morrison was a guy who popped up on my radar. And I know that that's how I came across the VCM and listened to those stories and listened to how other people in other parts of the country were um, responding or acting into real estate. Nice, nice. So you, so you found us You found us through, through, I guess, searching on iTunes for Jay Morrison. Is that how you found us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's essentially how it all started, really, and just seeing where he was featured. And I kind of like this message. I like what he was... I understood his background, understood, you know, sort of where he came from and understanding similarities and differences. And okay, so I found the interviews and listened to what the, the information that he was spreading. Nice, nice, nice. So you, you heard a podcast in which I interviewed Jay Morrison and you liked that episode and then you, you went to go listen to a few more other episodes. Is that what Exactly. 
Exactly. So I'm looking down the playlist and titles and saying, well, I wonder what kind of constant topics that he's covering, looking through. Okay, these are relevant topics. These are for sure. A lot of the information I came across was pretty advanced and a little bit over my head, to be honest. So, so I like the way it was broken down with BCM. I like the way it was, you know, easy to digest. And it was essentially for beginners. I mean, I, mean, I think you might, might even said that in one of your episodes, like this is, you've never had any experience. If you have some of the experience or if you have been in the business for a, while, a long time. So, you know, you can get information out of. But I like the very fact that you were speaking uh, specifically to guys who were green and, and didn't have, and just wanting to know more information, but have never done a deal. So in your situation, what, I guess, what was maybe you were having trouble, you, you thought about real estate, you thought it was a viable vehicle. You started looking for answers to your problem. How do I do this? How do I get into this? You knew about Jay Morrison. You found him, you found him and through him, you found us. And you started going through all these episodes and you're like, okay, so there, this is possible. This is possible for somebody like me who's never done this, who has no experience. What were the obstacles before, and this is even still before we started working together, you know, even at this time, what were the obstacles that were maybe having you on the fence about making the decision? Because I know that you were looking for help and I don't know if you were looking for coaching or consulting at the time, but you were looking for help. You were looking for answers. So what was maybe an obstacle preventing you from getting help or getting coaching, getting consulting and finding somebody to kind of be in your corner and kind of walk you through the process? Number one, when you look at, you know what, prices, <laughs> that is, that was the biggest obstacle because you, again, when you're in this area, low income here is $120,000. Like that's considered low income. If you're making $120,000, uh, and this is a family of four, by the way. So if your family of four is generating $120,000, that's considered low income. I mean, I'm going to look for apartments and I'm having to sign up for these particular programs that are affordable, we call affordable housing, but they list affordable housing as one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Like, oh, good, is <laughs> like so because the the cost of the land and cost of the the real estate here is so astronomical. Like, there's no way I can afford this, and I hear that all the time. You know what? Let's be real. I'm gonna be honest. I never really said that to myself. I never really said. As I'm riding on the train or walking or at the gym, I never told myself, you know what, I can't, I can't do this. I only would mention that to myself because I would hear other people say that. Mm. I would hear coworkers say that. I would hear friends say that. I would hear people on the street. I would read about how it's so damn expensive here. I can't afford anything. So that would replay in my head. And that also speaks to another point about what you digest and a lot of the material that you, you know, the people you keep around you and a lot of the material you consume and how that can play tricks on you. Because I don't, I can honestly say that I never recall telling myself, damn, I can't afford it here. I mean, otherwise I wouldn't be here. I, I would be in some other part of the country or be in some other type of industry or I would find a way to live comfortably. But obviously I'm still here. I'm making it here. This is my home. And and, or this is where I you know, was raised. So I don't want to leave. You know, should I? Maybe, maybe not. But I don't want to leave. So I always justify it as I watch friend after friend, family member after family, family member move out of this area and go to much more uh, affordable areas. Obviously, they have different circumstances, children involved, maybe at jobs, things like that. But that's not me. I can make it here. So I stopped internalizing the whole notion of I can't afford it. It's too expensive here. And once I got over that, 
it's all about making it happen. It's all about figuring out a way to come up with a plan in order to, you know, make sure that I can stay here <laughs> so I don't have to leave. Man, that is it. That's so powerful, Tech. I'm glad you touched on that. So, so when it came to, I guess, you having that guidance, you picking like, hey, like I want, I want to be able to learn how to invest in real estate, and then you going with us, you going with me, you go, you putting your trust and your faith, and like this is where this is this is who I want to be my coach. This is what where I want to learn. What what made you choose us? Because I think I'm a little older than you are, but I was thinking to myself, he's saying something like the language that he's speaking. I understand it. It's vibrating on a level that you know a frequency that I'm picking up on. I don't read Yelp reviews. I don't read, you know, I, or at least I read it and I, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But for the information that you provided and the concept that you created and, and uh, offered up, I listened to it. And like I said, it vibrated on a certain level that I say, well, there's something here. You know, I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I feel like this might be a good decision. And working with uh, this particular guy, I think this you would understand mostly where I'm coming from and I could understand, or at least he could explain it in a way that will make sense for me. I don't, you know, you can only trust so many people, man. I mean, anybody can get online. Anybody can make a YouTube video. Anybody can create a course. Anybody could, you know, what qualifies them? Well, how are you qualified to teach me about, you know, what you think that you may be an expert at or what you think you know? So, there's so much information out there. There's YouTube videos galore and everybody has an opinion. But after listening to what you were explaining and how you explained it, you know, it made sense. And like I said, it was just something about the, um, I know there's vibratory forces that for sure individuals pick up on. And then, you know, that is what, you know, gives them that, so to speak, gut feeling that, you know, all right, this is a good move and this is a good decision to go in that direction. You know, don't, look the other way and go in this particular direction. I love that. I love yeah. that. So you've now completed your first purchase. You've closed on your first property tech in, in the hottest market in the world. You've closed on your first property. Now that we've worked together, you, you've been able to successfully do that. And you, you're, I mean, you, you've gotten the keys. Where'd you get the keys yesterday? Wednesday. Yeah. So two days, you got two, two days ago. I mean, what's life like now? How are things going? And what, what, what are you looking forward to in the future? So <laughs> a lot of moving, man. <laughs> it's funny for one person, you think you would have fewer uh, possessions, but you realize, you know, you got a lot of stuff. So I'm transporting things back and forth. I'm starting to get, I mean, I've shared the news with close friends and family members, but you start to see how much other people are thinking about this, you know, and again, maybe just this area because people are on the sideline watching how, how fast things are going by. But once people found out that, you know, I completed this transaction, people were, all right, now people are trying to perk up now. They're like, all right, should I do this? And now I have somebody who I personally know who has, who has done it, who demonstrated how to do this. I should listen to this person. So now I'm getting questions from family members, getting questions from close friends who I didn't, I had no idea that this was on their mind. Because, you know, these are just topics that we never discussed. You know, if we did, we discussed it in depth. So I'm getting questions from people. That's what my life is like now. I find myself answering questions for, you know, uh, close friends, family members who are also in the same stage where they're just, you know, lurking. You know, they haven't really hired anybody. They haven't, you know, uh, sought out a realtor. You know, they are just looking for information. 
information they're just reading and analyzing so i'm coming across those people or at least they're trying to make they're making themselves known now they're coming out and saying this is where i am you know what was it like when you were there uh, that's how life is like now but otherwise i'm just getting those getting to know my neighbors <laughs> you know i'm getting to know the neighborhood which i already some i know yeah. and then uh talking to the adt guy people showing up telling me security systems i'm like, listen man <laughs> i just got here an hour ago man come on <laughs> so that's what I'm doing now, pretty much. That's awesome, man. That's dope. I love that. And I, again, thank you for sharing everything that you've shared. And last but not least, I just want to know that, you know, with working with us, with working together and learning and growing and me telling you, hey, you can do this and, you know, whatever it is that was, what's your favorite part of the experience? What, like, what, what are some of the things that really have resonated with you over the past few months? Really, I think the study says, well, I'm a person who I do like to read. I do like to consume information. I think reading the the beauty of reading versus video i know video is like a big thing now but i like to read because you're focused on that you're not distracted by the sound you know the cars that are going by or you know the cat that walks by you know with a video and you when you're watching video i'm always sometimes kind of thinking about other things as well but when i'm reading i'm like in tune so i like the the material that you put out that forces you to look at uh sheets or look at and again this is just me but looking at no spreadsheets, looking at documents, and then I'm also reading material, reading how-tos, or reading directions. I I got the most out of that because I could see what I can see in real time how this was working, and I can see where the numbers made sense, and I can see the supporting statistics that helped it. I could see line for line how this could actually work, and then I could work it, uh, put in calculations myself, and, and evaluate certain numbers. And like the 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 deal analyzer form that was really good, really helpful for me. And then I could go and essentially put it into practice. I would go out and find a listing and do like a mock run through of how this could actually work. And spending the hours of doing that, I got the most out of the calls were for sure helpful because man, Monday <laughs> afternoon, Tuesday morning comes around, you're like, man, this is another week and I still haven't gotten far. <laughs> I should be here by now. I should be here by now, but I'm not. What am I doing wrong? And it's like, I'm not doing anything wrong. Or I'm just, I need to adjust whatever I tried last week and then find another angle. So the, for sure, the the analytical side or the documents, the, the forms were very helpful. The calls, again, I didn't think about it at the time, how, you know, I'm standing outside of my office and DeRay is giving me a ear beat, man. So, but thinking back on it, like, that's what got me to the next day. That's what got me to Wednesday. That's got me through the Fridays and and thinking about the message and damn, I better have a response for this guy because I don't want because I don't want to be misjudged thinking that I'm a smart person. I know I am. At least I like to think that I am. How come this isn't working? How am I not figuring this out? And you're like, listen, try it this way. This is another way you can approach it. Think about it from this perspective. And then, you know, hearing that from you and, and understanding that, all right, it's not that I'm not working. I just need to kind of readjust my approach and then uh, go from there. That's it, man. That's it. And like, like you said, you're, you're brilliant. You know what you're doing. You, you're, you've been spot on every single time. And whenever it's like you want to, you know, when it comes to accountability and it's with everybody in every area, when it comes to accountability, you have somebody else in your corner that can just even listen to your ideas. Like half the time, I just let you talk. And even just letting you talk, like you'd come to, you'd come to conclusions all on your own. 
True. Because you just had somebody to bounce those ideas off of. You had somebody to hold you accountable. And since you said that out loud, you're like, well, I have to check in with the right next week. So I should have done what I said I was going to do, you know? So it's beautiful. And I, and I love that. Was it hard? Not was it hard, but when you think about working with me specifically, as opposed to just going through the course material and things like that, that added benefit, was it hard getting in contact with me or was it, was I available? Were you able to like book me? I mean, kind of talk about that, that little process as well. So man, I'll keep it, I'll keep it really 100. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I didn't want to call you to be honest. I was like, listen, I, I should be able to figure this with the information that I was given. I should be able to figure this out on my own. I'm not the type of person who I don't like to have my hand held. You know, I like, I don't like to be micromanaged. I don't like to make it seem as I'm a poodle in a room full of pit bulls. You know, I should be able to do this on my own. I did not utilize you as I probably should have. And but I'm accessible, right? Yeah, like, for sure. I could have the times that I did send emails or make phone calls, like that was very that was there. I'm thankful for that. So you, you were for sure accessible, right? I could always ask a question and uh, got an email response or got a phone call. The phone calls are like uh, more so than the emails. It's never been an issue with, uh, you know, picking up the phone and driving. Oh, I'm in the middle of traffic. I know I shouldn't be saying this, but I'm, I'm like driving on the phone and talking at the same time because that's when a thought comes up. So, and that's where I'm, I'm in uh, my own world too. I'm not distracted by, you know, other people. So I'm thinking to myself, I have the opportunity. To, and that's where I come up with these ideas and come up with these questions. So I have to reach out. And then, you know, it's not, and I, I would always purposely schedule my calls during my commute time, or at least shortly after that, because that's when I had a time to think. Maybe it was a 45 minute commute, and I'm thinking the whole time. And then by the time I got to wherever I was going, I could, I already have my questions or I have what I wanted to hear or what I wanted to ask you. So, so that was done intentionally, but it's never been an issue. I, uh, it's just that I should have done it more, to be honest. I really should have. Like, I love that you're doing that, though. So, so people are listening, like, I should take advantage of this. If I have the opportunity, I will, you know, but you, I mean, you still, you, you did great. And did you, were you at any, any of the group calls? Were you able to analyze any of your deals live? We're at, yeah. t- tell us, yeah. tell us. Yeah, the yeah the group calls were really, really helpful as well. I know there was one particular guy, I don't remember his name, but I've listened to some of the deals that they were, you were analyzing on the group calls. And then, so that, it really motivated me to, you know, bring some of my deals because again, the amount of attention and the amount of uh, detail that you would go into with some of the the other members' group calls or the other members' deals during the group calls. I mean, listen, this is my opportunity. I could have that same chance to have have my deal analyzed or at least get assistance with my deal. And, you know, I'm listening to everybody else do it. So I'm saying, let me me take advantage of that. So I did purposely or push myself to go out and get a deal or to get become close to the deal to bring it to the group, bring it to you, and then, and then have it uh, analyzed. And I remember one in particular, we were analyzing a triplex. And I remember we solved an issue when we were going through the analyzer. I think it was something about maybe the taxes or something. I got one of the calculations wrong and you were like, hold on. Wait, wait, that doesn't make sense. Wait, this, <laughs> let's go through that. And those numbers don't make sense. And you're like, oh, all right, this is what you did wrong. And you, I said, you, I think you were, you were doing it on an annual basis. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's, that's dope, man. Were you, were you on any calls in which you heard somebody had just completed their first real estate deal or got their, got their first deal done? 
No, I don't remember any of those calls. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, Unfortunately, a lot of the calls took place during some crucial periods, you know, some work hours. Of your time. Last but not least, I mean, would you recommend us to others? And if so, why? I think everyone, in, in the end, they want to feel like an individual or a person that can accomplish things on their own. It's important to be able to, you know, look yourself in the mirror and say, you know, I am a, I am a man or I am a woman and I can, you know, I, can, I can afford the ability to stand on my two feet. But I think in the end, relationships are very important, right? The people that you keep in your circle, the people that you keep in your immediate circle and also your greater circle, those are people that should at least reflect some of the idea that you have. If not, then there should be some component of the personality or essentially what they're doing that will supplement your own life. You know, you should never be wasting time with people who don't have an influence on or have some type of important standing in your life. You know, I'm at that age where that's where I feel when I was a kid, maybe not so much, but now, you know, I don't have time for things that don't essentially help me in the end. Not to say I'm selfish, I don't give you a person, but, and I think you represent if if someone had a friend or someone had a close associate that was like you, you know, I think having that type of person in their circle, all you need is one. <laughs> so I think that makes a huge difference. And I think all the stuff that people do on a daily basis that don't afford them the opportunity to, you know, advance their lives and advance their careers or advance what their goals are, you know, they're just wasting time pretty much. You know, you're going to reach your age, you're going to look back and say, damn, I wasted a lot of time, wasted the last decade or last 10 years doing nothing. But having someone like you holds them accountable. I think I would definitely like to be that person for other people that are in my life. So that's what I learned the most from you. I think that's what I can say. I got, I like to think that I was that way before we even met, but that has uh, definitely been enhanced. So the way that you kind of guided me through this whole process is uh, remarkable. So I definitely want to reflect that in, in my own self and then, you know, with people that are in my circle. So I would definitely recommend, I mean, it's, it's much more than just a real estate deal. The overall experience is, is not just, all right, let me just find this piece of property and then let me figure out how to capitalize on it. It's really, it's a lesson, you know, it's, it's for sure. It's a lesson and a, a journey that you take for self-exploration, man. So you kind of open that up. So I would for sure recommend it. You get much more out of it than just, let me just get another investment property right now and then let me figure out how to get into the real estate game. It's, it's much bigger than that to me. I appreciate that, definitely. Yeah. I, I like to think of that as well. And uh, one thing I was talking to one of another close associate about was the fact that there are lots of programs and courses and things like that help you get into real estate, that help you start real estate, that help you, you know, whatever it is that you're doing in real estate. And there, I mean, a lot of the things, a lot of the principles, a lot of what you're learning, they're very similar, if not the same. What I like to offer, what I, I like to bring to the table, or what I like to think that we're bringing to the table, even on the podcast, even in the, in the Facebook group and everywhere else, is not more so the real estate aspect of things, but a new way of thinking, knowing and trusting that you have the capabilities of doing things that you want, that you don't have to settle for where you are right now. And that if you can only, only see what's possible, only imagine that what's possible is actually possible for you in your life, and then start going towards that path. In terms of passive income, everybody's trying to save up so much money for retirement. If you can just start creating streams of just $5,000 a month, that will drastically change your life. That will drastically change your thinking, drastically change your day-to-days, where you are, what you're doing, who you're being. 
and your fulfillment. So I like the, I love the real estate, but for me, the real estate is a vehicle. I want to help that individual, similar to what we just talked about, what you just discovered. I want to help that individual realize like, hey, I can do this. I can do anything. And I'm set on this path right now that's literally about to change my life. So Tech, this has been amazing, man. I, cool. I'm glad that you're able to share your story. Is there, is there anything else that you think is important to mention that you kind of just want to share with the audience and that you want to just maybe leave a parting gift with? I think what you said is important. I think being able to create your own world around you, you know, at least in your, your immediate world, like you have control over that. I think that's important to know, but it's important. It's not just enough to know it, but you got to really believe it. Yeah, you got to really believe that you can, you know, I don't care how old you are. Well, I, I can speak for myself, but I know that I know there's people who are much older than I am who have got a late start, put it that way, right? And now there's 55, 60 years old, you know, I haven't saved a dime. <laughs> you know, I've seen that firsthand. You know, that's kind of why I'm, you know, thinking about these things early on because that's a devastating position to be in. At that stage, you're 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 late, man. Like what? Hey, what happened? So, but knowing that you could do this, but also believing it that you could do it, even at that late of a stage, you can get started. You can do something to change your immediate world. You know, you have control over your immediate environment, so take control of it. You know, if you don't, somebody else will. So, and yeah. uh, you'll be stuck doing something that you probably don't enjoy, or you know, doing more things to put you uh, back in the position of where you started. So I think that believe in yourself. I mean, it's kind of cliche, but at the same time, don't just know to believe it. You got to actually believe it, that you can do it. You have to actually look in the mirror and be able to trust what it is that you see. It's your reflection. Trust your gut. Trust what you say to yourself. And, you know, just don't say too much negative stuff to yourself because if you <laughs> trust that, then you know, you're, yeah. you're in trouble. <laughs> so but the trust thing that you say to yourself and hopefully it's good stuff, <laughs> but uh, really believe that you can do it. It's going to be hard work. It always is. Nothing is going to be ever easy. So, but and don't do it at 50%. You know, if you actually try it to commit more than just a week to it, <laughs> then uh, you'll start to see some things happen. You know, you can't own the entire building in two weeks. You have to, it's going to take a little bit of time, but you know, stick with it, believe it, and then, uh, you know, start to manifest your world. Make your surrounding how it molded the way you want it to look. Hey, that's, that's true wisdom right there. That is true wisdom. Well, Tech, again, thank you so much. And I, I just know that you're set on this path and you're going to crush it, man. Like, I'm just thinking about the next six months. Like, when we get, I mean, you're, you're coming right back on. Whatever platform we're going to send this out to, you're coming right back on. So if this is on the podcast, if this is in the Facebook group, wherever, you're coming right back on in six months to eight months to a year. And I'm just like, hey, like the goal is to have three, four or five, six more transactions then. I've already laid out. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And now you have all these listeners like holding you accountable. (laughs) That's accountable. (laughs) We've discussed the plan. We've just kind of briefly discussed the plan. And it's something that I know that you can work. I know that you can start getting deals like it's water. You just have to apply the system and go to work. And that's literally it. Like the sky's the limit now, right? Right. Right. Okay. Hey, everybody out there, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to this. I think that hopefully you've been inspired. I've been inspired. I'm ready to start my day. I mean, this is our day's already started, but you know, it's one of those things to where I'm amped up, I'm motivated, and I'm just really happy that we're able to get this result. This is You're amazing. happy. I'm happy, man. <laughs> Lifestyle Design Acceleration Hacks. Man, what a powerful, powerful interview. (laughs) I enjoyed it a lot. I listened to it quite a few times and not because I wanted to hear how good my coaching and my services were, but 
actually, I went back and I took notes because I learned so much through this call with tech. And again, I want to give a big shout out to tech for actually allowing me to share this with you guys, because this is actually rather very personal for tech. So definitely want to give a big shout out to him. And I'm glad that he wanted to just kind of bless all of us with his experience. But some of the notes that I took down from what me and tech discussed, the benefits of coaching for real estate investors. And I wrote down six benefit. Number one, you get inspiration and drive. Even when your own motivation and confidence is floundering. Number two, you get a guide for success. You get a guide for avoiding costly mistakes and making more profitable decisions. Number three, accelerating the speed of your desired result and success. Before tech found us, I mean, let's face it, he was struggling. He was on the path that I started on. Trying to get that first investment property is such a hard task. And if you don't have the right guidance in place, you may complete that transaction and it may be a bad deal. So at the same time, you want to accelerate your speed. You want to accelerate your speed for your desired result and success. Benefit number four, you get to create a strategic plan for where you are today and where you want to be. Benefit number five, you get insight into savvy systems and methods that are actually sustainable. You're not piecing together a whole bunch of different podcast episodes from different hosts, a whole bunch of different courses, a whole bunch of different seminars, and creating your own formula, which has never been proven. You're using a proven system that works so that you know it's up to you to work it to get success. Last but not least, the last benefit, benefit number six, because of the accountability and the time management, these skills keep you focused on being productive versus being busy. Okay, so besides those six benefits, I also came away with some quick tips. Again, this is the lifestyle design acceleration hack segment of the show. I had to make sure to bring you guys as much value as possible since we didn't get to interview tech and ask him the famous six questions that we ask to every single guest that comes on the show. So I think these are pretty good takeaways. So here are quick tips for getting the most out of coaching. And there are five quick tips. Quick tip number one, be proactive about getting coaching and mentoring throughout your journey as a real estate investor. This never, ever ends. You're constantly growing. And the minute you stop growing, you're dying. Quick tip number two, make coaching slash mentoring and learning a part of your weekly schedule. It's not a one-off task. It's not a one-off assignment that you do every blue moon. This is scheduled. It should honestly, this along with masterminding should be the most important task of your week when it comes to your business. Tip number four, continually measure the ROI return on your investment on your mentorship, especially if it's a long-term relationship. Quick tip number four, stay open to feedback from your coach and others. People around you are going to be able to see your blind spots. People around you are going to be able to offer you insights that you can take and should take with a grain of salt, but heed to them sometimes because you never know. So just stay open to feedback. You never know what's going to help you propel down your investing journey. Quick tip number five, last but not least, to get the most out of coaching, listen with the intent to take action. We often listen for entertainment. We often listen out of boredom. We often sometimes listen for education and mistake that for listening with the intent to take action. So don't get it twisted. Listen with the intent to take action. You know, sometimes we all can use a little bit more motivation and encouragement in our lives. 
And when I think of coaching, I think of just having a personal trainer in every single facet of my life that I want to better myself at. So instead of you having a personal trainer at the gym, just think of your real estate coach as a personal trainer helping you put hundreds of thousands of dollars in your pocket. Now, many people look at coaching as something they want to do to get started for their first deal or for the first few deals. But I mean, that's not really where coaching should end. That's actually the point where coaching should start sometimes. You know, you look at some of the most successful athletes in the world and some of the top business minds in the world and they all have coaches in one one form or another. So, I mean, it's clear that it's, coaching is not just for people who need help out the gate, but rather a trait for the super successful, I think. So anyways, guys, I leave you with this. Everything that we've talked about on today's episode, all of the advice and knowledge that we've given, all, all of the advice and knowledge in the world is useless, guys. If you don't use it, make a commitment today, today. Don't wait another second. Don't say, I'll do it when I get home. Do it now. Make a commitment to find your mentor, someone you can trust to help you start or continue down your path to financial freedom and success. So guys, I bid you adieu and I'll see you on next week's episode. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you've heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a good fit to work with the Before the Millions team, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to beforethemillions.com forward slash call. That's beforethemillions.com slash call and book an appointment to speak with our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, what is your cash flow goal? How much are you looking to make every month? Number two, your personalized investing strategy. And number three, the best way to get started using cash flowing rental real estate. Remember, starting and scaling your real estate investments and business doesn't happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. We've helped clients all over the world start and scale their investing efforts to six figures and beyond while enjoying life and making the world a better place. To find out if we can help you do the same, head over to beforethemillions.com forward slash call. I'm Dorel Lallier, and let's talk soon. 